So the big question is this. Are you tired of the hustle and grind of fix and flip? Do you really think you can wholesale your way to success? What you really want is a cash flowing portfolio that lets you live a life of freedom, sunsets, and palm trees on your terms. But what if you're stuck because you have no capital, no time, and no idea where to start? That ends now. Your host, Corey Peterson, is a rags to riches real estate millionaire who started out with no money or credit and quickly grew a portfolio of cash flowing apartments. Not to mention, he did it all with other people's money. You're only one deal away from creating the cash flow life, and the Multifamily Legacy Podcast will show you how. So now, here's your host, the big kahuna, Corey Peterson. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Peterson, and I am so excited that you're here. I have got an amazing story for you today with a great friend, Jay Connor. He is all about raising capital. He's raised a crap ton of money, and you're going to find that he's just a real dude. Amazing as that sounds, right? He has no special gifts. He's, um, now he's a good looker. Okay. He's a good looking guy, (laughs) but really he doesn't have any superpowers. Okay. Jay is just like me and you, um, but he decided to go out there and learn the, uh, powers of how to raise private money. And when you develop the ability to raise capital, it will unlock so many things. Okay. Now, I want to give everybody a big, warm, I love you. Thank you so much. You have been doing a great job going on to iTunes and giving me some really great five-star reviews. So before we get started, let me give you just one from Rick JRM. He said, I found Corey going through another podcast, and I was impacted by his story and what he shared about cash flow and multifamily. It clicked into me and made sense. I'm so grateful he decided to share all his knowledge through his podcast because what I'm after is the same as Corey. Sunsets and beaches, baby. God bless you, Corey, and keep touching people's lives. Hey, Rick, thank you so much, man. I want to continue just to, to do exactly that, is touch as many lives as possible and really show that real people can become multi multi-millionaires, just like I have. So it is a fun process. It's fun watching people. I was just at the Kahuna Boardroom event where I had, um, I think, a couple people that actually were podcast listeners that had applied in, in, in to get into the group, and I accepted them, and they grew tremendously. Um, so excited for that. We should finally have, by the time of this recording, the Kahuna... Uh, cash flow calculator should be ready to go. I've had to spend a little extra time on that to make sure the site's prepared, it's ready, but you can get the calculator, all the underwriting tools for it for $197. Um, There's a lot of video series, uh, in-depth training of what to do, how to get it, how to use it. Um, It is an amazing, amazing tool. And what I think it does is it helps simplifies what a deal is and what a deal is not. So you're going to like that. 
And then last thing, if you've not done it, is you always got to go to the Kahuna, go to KahunaWealthBuilders.com. And uh, if you haven't, get the Quick Start video series. That's a nice video series where you're going to learn uh, how to raise private money, how to find deals, how to get deal flow going, basically how to get started in the right direction. The last thing I've got to let everybody know on this particular podcast, and you'll find whenever I talk to anybody that sounds country, I immediately go back to my country slang and my country ways. So welcome to country <laughs> because it's getting ready. You're like, who is this guy? Trust me, it's just me, but it's my country version of myself. <laughs> you guys have a wonderful, wonderful time. Enjoy listening to this podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Peterson. I have an outstanding guest for you today, my good friend, Jay Connor. Uh, we're going to get all up and excited about what we're going to do today. This is episode number 29. We've almost done this thing half a year. Can you imagine that? So, Jay, Jay Connor. So, let me give you a little introduction of Jay Connor. Jay Connor is also known as the Private Money Authority. He started off, uh, he's from, is it South Carolina or North Carolina? North Carolina. North Carolina. I know it's one of them Carolinas. And, uh, That's right. <laughs> I met Jay at my Collective Genius event where I was actually his ambassador. In other yes. words, I was the guy that uh, got to talk to him uh, real intimately. We spent good three or four days together, you and your wife, Carol Joy, yep. and we just had an amazing time. And then I blew him away. Because I did something that seldom anybody does, right? And that was I gave you a handwritten letter on day two. As in, you didn't like hand it to me. It's like Carol, Joe and I go to our hotel room one night, the second night, and here's this envelope in our room with our names on it, sealed up with this like like a like a royal wax seal we tore it open and then of course there's your wonderful handwritten note of appreciation and getting to meet us and so yeah i'm doing that now <laughs> yeah so it's funny because so at the next meeting guess what i get on day two <laughs> jay sends it right back underneath my mat had someone <laughs> deliver it to me and so jay man it's a pleasure to have you on i think my guests are going to really love what we're going to talk about. We've not even really discussed it, but we already know what we're going to start, talk about. It's the money. That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So, let me, uh, I'll go ahead and just open it up to you. Why don't you give us a brief kind of overall description of where Jay Connor's from and your, your story on real estate. Sure. Well, thank you for having me on Corey. I really appreciate it, man. And man, your energy here, you know, on the podcast is like, the same as your energy that's like in person. So, folks, I tell you what, if you haven't met Corey in person, you got to meet the kahuna in person because what you're hearing and seeing on the podcast is the real deal that you meet in person. But anyway, my story in real estate, I was actually, Corey, I was raised in the real estate business, but not as it is now. My father, Wallace J. Connor, he was in the manufactured housing and mobile home business. For decades, yeah, started right around 1960, and uh, well, he's not retired now. He's still developing this big 300, 
you know, new house development right now, and, and he's 84 years old. But anyway, so for I was raised around uh, him and the manufacturing housing business and did that until like 15 years ago. The consumer financing was pulled from that industry. The demand is still there, yeah. but there's no financing for the retail consumer to speak up. So I knew I wanted to get into buying and selling single-family houses, commercial as well. I've got a shopping center in Newport, North Carolina, but primarily what I do is the single-family houses. So, so this is our 15th year. Me and Carol Joy did our first deal 15 years ago this past February, and man, what did I do? I, um, I looked in the Homes Magazine. Back then, they had actual Homes Magazines every month that the realtors would put out, uh-huh. and somebody had told me that, you know, nasty smelling stuff is really the smell of money, so I looked for the nastiest, ugliest foreclosure in the Homes Magazine that I could find, and I found it. It had been shown over 60 times on the market nine months, and I had it in the contract. I was so excited 15 years ago to have my first deal on the contract. I take Carol Joy down uh, here in Morehead City to show her the house. She wouldn't even get out of the car in the driveway. Scared her to death. I took my dad. He, he actually went inside and looked like he said, son, have you lost your mind? So anyway, my first deal. 15, now, now, here's how I funded it 15 years ago. Back then, if you could fog a mirror with your breath, you could get unsecured lines of credit at the local bank. And that's what I did. I had an unsecured line, unsecured line of credit for $250,000. You don't that's see that anymore, do you? New. So did my first deal, made $40,000, not knowing what I was doing. So fast forward. 40000 bucks. Hold on. Yep. <laughs> on the first come out roll. Yep. He's shooting nothing but sevens and elevens. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Dad must so, have been pretty proud. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my first like, shut up. Yeah, yeah. My first shut up check. My first shut up check. But it's like what? No, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like, oh, that crap hole you made some money on. You're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The shut up check. I got That's it, right. Dad. That's right. So anyway, um, so I did the business like that for the first six years. And we're here in Eastern North Carolina, small market. My entire market's only 40,000 people. And even to this day, we don't do a lot of transactions a month. We do two to three transactions a month. But average profits are $67,000 per deal. Yes. So anyway, how did I get into private money? I'll never forget where I was, Corey. I'll never forget the conversation. I never will forget what I felt like when this conversation happened. I'm in my conference room right now, but right across the room here is my office. I was in that office this past, um, it was right at nine, uh, nine years ago. I called up my banker, and my banker's name was, operative word, was Steve. <laughs> Steve. I had had this. I had this conversation with Steve many times. It was like I could have this conversation in my sleep. I called him up, told him I had two houses under contract, want to close in thirty days or whatever it was. These two uh, houses represented over a hundred thousand dollars in profit, equity, etc. 
And, uh, you know, Turnwell Area Town, we've done a lot of deals. Turnwell Area Town, it was in the after repaired value, the, the funding required for the deal. And I wanted to close in whatever it was, you know, three or four weeks. There was this dead silence mm. on the other end of the phone, which is never a good sign. And Steve, <laughs> uh, Steve cleared his throat. He says, Jay, I'm sorry to tell you, but the bank has collapsed your line of credit. I never heard of a line of credit being collapsed, but I knew it didn't sound good. I said, what do you mean, Steve? I I had an 800 credit score, never made a late payment on, you know, with the bank. He says, well, we're just not loaning money out to real estate investors anymore. So, Corey, I know you, your listeners probably remember what was going on in 2008, 2009. I mean, it's like the spigot turned off. It didn't even even drip anymore. It was absolutely cut off a big thing was put on it to lock it <laughs> and you can to this day it's still like you gotta i mean i'm trying to get a refi on my personal uh one of my personal residential properties that i have in tulsa oklahoma and i'm swear to god i've still not they're like i've got the list of this many things i've still got to bring and I'm not sorry, I ain't got time for it, right? So I keep pushing off, pushing it off. But Jay, I just got an $11 million loan the other day and we did it like within a short period of time without a lot of stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Look, hey, the traditional mortgages, I'm surprised anything ever closes. You know, what do they do with the W-2s that they ask for for three times, you know? So anyway... Corey, I know you can relate to this because I've gotten to know you pretty well, but it was a turning point in my career. Yeah. So when I got off the phone, I got a phone from Steve. My first thought was, what am I going to do? I didn't ask why me. I knew I wasn't by by myself, but what am I going to do? So I had a choice. Mm -hmm. I could quit or I could remember I cannot fail until I, or unless I choose to quit. And failure was not an option. Exactly. So I Carol called. Joy is too pretty. Yeah. Carol Joy yeah. is too pretty. You got that right. <laughs> so I called my friend. Uh, she's down the hall. She's probably listening. But anyway, I called up my friend Jeff in Greensboro, North Carolina, fellow real estate investor. I told him what had happened. I said, what am I going to do? He told me about this thing called private money. And long story short, I put it on hyperdrive. Yeah, and, buddy. and so I didn't raise. I attracted two million one hundred fifty thousand dollars in new funding in less than ninety days. And so this is how this was such a triggering moment. That conversation with Steve put my business just upside down it's the biggest blessing in disguise at the time yeah. that my biker that my biker could have done for me i went from a measly million dollar line of credit that i was just churning and burning to right now my lands and by the way your listeners do not need 47 private lenders but i've got 47 private lenders right now that we you know do deals together and all that kind of stuff yeah and you know whatever it is, about six and a half million now that I just keep turning over and over and over, you know, but I'm telling you, 
I, I, I backed into this world of private money. Now, just so your listeners know, and I'm sure you tell them, I'm not talking hard money. Yeah, there's a big difference. And they, yes. This is not hard money. This is not brokers. This, this is, is not doing, family office. It's not some one guy with a whole crap ton of money. It's not the Don effect, right? This is, <laughs> this is just probably friends and family and people that you kind of know. It's it's from um, it's from the people that I know and who they know and who they know because who I want to know is who they know also yeah. right yeah yeah, yeah. my lands my lands we were just together the other week but this past Friday two weeks ago I get a call out of the blue I never talked to this man before in my life never heard his name before in my life. And his first name's Kirk. Kirk calls me up and I'm on the phone with this man, maybe, maybe 15 minutes. Another private lender of mine had told his friend Kirk about my program. Yep. Okay. About my program. That's a, that's an important phrase right there because this for of private money. It's our program. It's our program that we offer. And so, hey, here's the bottom line, man. I'm on the phone, maybe 15 minutes. Cha-ching. I just got another $300,000 <laughs> in, in less than 15 minutes. And he has a million, but he wants to just deploy. Yeah, hey. <laughs> in the, he just, <laughs> they always have more, right? But he Always. Me, he says, look, man. He says, I got a problem. I said, what's that? He says, I got a pile of cash and I ain't got nowhere to put it. So I helped relieve $300,000 of his problem, right? And so, I mean, the, but the deal is, is once you get the private lenders and the relationship, man, I, the problem I have is I don't have any problem not having money. Yeah, My problem is, is using the money. Yeah, it's finding the deals to put it somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So that's the long answer to the question. How'd you get in real estate, right? Hey, yeah. And here's the funny thing about this too, is like, it's kind of like who moved my cheese. And for me, and my, I got that similar, I got fired, you know, in 2008, I think or early 2009. I'm like, man, what am I going to do? And I, and I came on the best side of real estate, right? Cause everything was on sale. Yes. And then, and then once I learned how to raise private money, Yes. The whole world opened up, right? Yes. And I always, now, this is one of my my sayings is that, and I stole it from another guy, so, uh, but I used to think that the money was in real estate. And I, you know, I believe that's the vehicle, right? But the it's not in real estate. The money is in it's the money. It's in the money. Yeah, yes. man. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, you know, when you've got the funding, you know, I mean, my world, I mean, my lands, I mean, and like, you know, I tell my students or I ask them, I say, look, do you think you might be a little more confident in making some offers when you have two hundred fifty or three hundred thousand dollars burning a hole in your pocket? Yeah. yeah. You know, and I don't know. I got a question for you, Corey. Um and I'll tell you what I think first, but you know, I've got some friends out there that teach real estate investing, you know, to newbies and students and et cetera. And one particular friend of mine, he teaches 
and I do not subscribe to this. I'm going to be interested to see where you come from. Yep. But he teaches, go get the deal on the contract. Go get the deal on the contract. And don't worry. The money will show up. I'm sorry. I want the money. And then I want to get the deal on the contract. What do you say? I call it the Corleone method. The what? The Corleone method. All I right. call it the godfather. So when you're out there, you want to talk about the biggest attraction, right? Is when you get to say this, because you did a lot of work finding the money, right? And then you walk into a place where there's probably lots of deals. And you walk in like the godfather. <laughs> and you say, hey, I got a lot of money. Uh, who wants to do the deal? Bring me the deals. And everybody's like, ooh, ooh, you got a deal, got a deal. Can you fund it? Can you fund it? I want to be a partnership. Uh, and you're like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, I'll take that one. But I want, you know, my normal cut of 90%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so it, yeah. it, it truly is. I, I mean, I, so I just did a three-day event for my Kahuna boardroom, right? And, you know, you have, you know, the three, three days. So there's three things. We're doing three ideas for three days. Finding money, finding deals, and operations, right? Now, and that's exactly how I put them in order. The first thing was not finding deals. Finding deals was number two. The first thing was find the money. Yes. Because if you well, find you see, the money, all the deals attract to you anyways. Of course. Of course. So, anyway, I, I knew you and I had to be on the same page with that. Because, you know, and, and, and here's another thing I want to bring out to your listeners. And I'll be interested to see how you do this as well. I bet we do it the same. I guarantee we probably do. So here, here's what I do and here's what I teach. I, I, tell, I tell my people, I say, look, the money comes first. We just talked about that. But now here's the deal. When I'm talking with a new potential private lender over the phone like that $300,000 guy that I just mentioned or whatever. So here, here's, here's what's really important. I learned years ago, years ago, that when I'm talking to a new potential private lender, if I talk to them about the program and in the same conversation, talk about a deal that I've got, number one, I just ask them to make too many decisions. I ask them to make a decision on my private money program and this deal. Too much, too much. So what I learned years ago is let's just talk about the program. Once they're on board, which I tell you what, out of all the people I've visited with, Corey, I can only think of one. I can only think of one person that did not come on once they, you know, if they had funding, et cetera. So, so once they're on, now, now they're on board, love the program, now I go find a deal. Or maybe I already had a deal, but I just didn't tell them about it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, so I come back to them. I come back to them. Listen to this. And Corey, you got to be just like this. When I come back to them, I don't ask them if they want to do this deal. I know they want to do this deal because they told me that they wanted to be in the program, right? So I'm not going to bring them a deal. To fund unless it meets the criteria of the program that I went over, like maximum 75% loan to value on, on after repaired value. And they know what the interest rate is. And 
already know how they can get their money back in case I lose my mind and move to the Caribbean and they know what's going to happen in case I die. You know, all the questions are answered. So you know what? I got like this new guy that I just told you about, the $300,000 guy. Yep. I'm going under contract tomorrow on a house. He doesn't know yet, but he's going to fund that house. So I'm going to call him up. I'm going to call him up and I'm only going to tell him four things. He probably don't even normally know these four things. I'm going to say, hey, great news, Kirk. Got a deal for you within uh, within two weeks for us to do. Uh, the after repair value is $200,000, located over in Beaufort, North Carolina. The funding required is $140,000, and we're going to close a week from Friday. So I need you to have your funds wired a week from uh, Friday, and I'm going to email you the um, wiring instructions to the real estate attorney. And he's going to say, Okay. Yeah, no problem. I mean, you know, <laughs> that's it. You, you know, <laughs> it's if people understood how easy. So, man, it's so in my my world, multifamily, right? So, but it's the same exact process. Sure. We call Absolutely. we call that first step my credibility kit, and and back when I was doing single families, I called it my private lending program. Now I just call it my credibility kit. I say, yep. and we bring it because you can't go any farther. My only goal is to say, listen, I want you to raise your hand and say, that's what I want. I want some of that. And I won't even show it to you. I, I'm like, listen, that's too, too much. Like you just said, too many decisions. First, you just mm-hmm. need to understand if, if you like to dance, right? And if you like to dance, then you're going to raise your hand and say, Corey, I like to dance. Well, great. I'll let you know when I got a good dancing partner for you to dance with, right? That's going to be my deal, right? right? Yeah. And, it's, and then they're, what they're going to tell me is just like you just said, here's how much capital I've got to work with. Here's my threshold, right? right. I'm cool with the time. And because we've already told them our, like our, our timing for us is five years. And so right. we take it real seriously who we put in our deals because like right. I don't know you and you don't know me. And if we don't get along and we don't understand the program, I may not want you in for five years. I mean, I mean, I may just want to keep dating around a little bit. right? <laughs> I love it. I love the way you do the analogies and, and like bring it down to where it's just super easy to understand, but you're yeah. right. You're right. And like, you know, there, I mean, you know, you and I, you and I were talking about this when we were together a few weeks ago in, in the millions and millions of private money that I've attracted. I've never asked anybody for money. Oh, that is they the say, secret. I say, they say, Jay, how do you get all that money and you never ask for it? All I do is make the program available. And if, if they're, hey, look, there's no, I've never talked to anybody in anything. I've never chased anybody, you know? And um, so <laughs> when I started raising the money, uh, and I still I still do this today, but anyway, raise the money. I recorded this little 16 minute audio called "Stress Free Investing," right? Yep. And and this little audio is really contrasting my program, private money, to like the stock market. You know, contrast right. kind of yep. thing. Yeah. Uh huh. And I so this little thing. yeah, and so this little audio gives a little overview. 16 minute of what's private money, what it looks like, but it doesn't give the interest rate that I pay. It doesn't give how they're protected. And, but all those questions are raised 
on the audio because the audio leads to the one-on-one. Yeah. So like, so now that audio, of course, you know, CDs are on the way out, right? So still got the audio and CDs. And, and I've, hey, Corey, I have recorded and personalized this audio for over 1,000 of my students so far. That's a lot of audios. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and so anyway. With that great singing voice of yours. <laughs> oh, and playing the piano. Yeah. But anyway, were you there at the restaurant when I played the piano? Oh, you know, I know you. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know I was. I, I okay. was. My daughter's taking piano lessons right now. I said, man, honey, this is why you learn how to play. Because you never know when you're in a group full of people. All of a sudden, there's a little baby grand just, just sitting there aching to be played. And, and then Jay's like, Hey, hold on for a minute. And all of a sudden he comes out and he starts playing some Beethoven, man. I'm like, <laughs> but anyway, done. But anyway, so so that little audio, so here, here's what I'm trying to say, Corey. I let the tools, my little audio, do the work. Yep. You know, I convert it into a, a YouTube link. I convert it to an MP3 for email. So, hey, look, I'm going to hand a CD to somebody or, um, or, 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 you know, shoot them a text. And here's all I say. Here's all I say. I say, look, I got a little 16 minute recording that will show you how to probably get higher returns on your investment capital than you can get, or any retirement funds than you can probably get anywhere else. I don't say anything about real estate. I don't say nothing about private money. And I say, here, listen to this recording. I said, if it sounds interesting, reach back at me. I never follow up, give them the recording. And I'll tell you something I started doing years ago, and I teach my students this as well. I learned this from Jack Canfield, um, who's the co-creator of Chicken Soup for the Soul series. Yep, you know, yep. he teaches this thing called the Rule of Five. The Rule of Five. And what the Rule of Five says is that I'm going to do, no matter how small it is, just five things a day, five days a week, to help move my business forward. So what I did for a while in my lands, here came the money. Here came the money. All I did was send out that little recording to either five people on my email or five people in my cell phone and just send it to them. You know what my subject line says in the in the email? What's that? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, the, and the body of the email or my text just says, hey, here's a 16-minute recording. Show you how to get higher returns than you can probably get anywhere else. Take a listen. Reach back if it's interesting. That's it. Well, you do that five times a day that takes less than 10 minutes, you know, yep. and within 30 days, you got more money than you know what to do with. Anyway, I don't know how I got off of all that. No, <laughs> man, that's that's perfect because, man, I mean, so even at my event, right? So when you really talk about the because it's it's very strategic, but it's actually so much simpler than people would really understand. You're like, listen. You just got to be yourself. We never sell. We just offer the opportunity. That's it. Right? The right people will always self-select. The wrong people never will. Right? That's right. And the wrong yeah. people and the wrong people I don't want to do business with anyway. Exactly. And you know, we we talk about money a lot here, but I love and and this is because I already know you raise you raise more money. You could you just have the personality, right? I'm a personality as well. And the thing is, people think you got to be this astute, I'm a perfect, I got everything perfect, I got my tie on, and I got, no. See, people buy through that. They see through that 
um, delusion of what you're trying to put out there. Yeah. Just be yourself. Exactly. Just exactly. be yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And and another way of saying that but it has some exactly tools, but it has some tools though. Oh yeah. 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 You gotta have a tool. So, you know, um, Jason Medley that we think so much of it, that runs the collective genius and et cetera. And, um, I mean, you know, Frank and Pat, I hear them say it all the time. And so what we're talking about here, uh, Corey is a really deep subject because what we're talking about here, not only relates to private money and real estate, but it relates to relationships. It relates to everything you do in life. And that's just it. Be authentic. Stop trying to be somebody else. And is everybody going to like you? Is everybody going to like me? Unfortunately not. Most of them will, but unfortunately not all of them do. And hey, look, I only want to do business with people that, you know, I don't know. I don't know who came up with opposites attract. Give me a break. Like attracts like. Yes. You hang around people that are like you. You know, you laugh with people that laugh at the same thing you do. And so, you know, therefore, since you're not going to attract people that are not like you, then you should be you. <laughs> I should write that down. <laughs> I, I know. Really I mean, you just down. come up. That's a, that's a great. Uh, you can quote <laughs> that. The Jay Connor quote. <laughs> I'm going to make sure it gets so, in the show. Hey, I'm going to make sure it gets in the show notes. Just yes. because I said it like that. Whoever does my end of the show is going to put it in the show notes as a quote. Awesome, awesome. Send it to me so I don't send it to me so I don't forget it. I'll, I'll, but, I'll make sure uh, I do it. <laughs> so, so Corey, you talk a lot about the money. Um, do your listeners already have a good understanding? Do you think of say the main differences between hard money and private money? If they do, we don't need to talk about it. But. No, let's 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 just uh, let let's go over that, and then I think we're probably getting close to time. And then so let's because I know you have a we talked about it before we started. You got a, an amazing offer some of, for some of my people listening. So yeah, what makes it amazing is it's free. Yeah, <laughs> that's and that's the part that I meant. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so 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 I'll just do some rapid fire here. You know, just stream of consciousness on the difference between differences, main difference between hard money and private money. By the way, if you so here's the first main difference. Private money is doing business with an individual just like you, just like me, that loans the real estate investor money from their investment capital or their retirement accounts. And to and be that's sure a you big or that's a big or because people don't even understand all the money is usually in their retirement accounts. Yes. More than half of mine and Carol Joy's private lenders loan money to us from their self-directed IRAs. They didn't even know anything about a self-directed IRA until I told them, you know, right? So anyway, so the differences. Hard money lender is a broker, typically. Private money, we're doing business with individuals. So number one big thing, interest rate. The national average, average, now there's exceptions. The national average hard money interest rate today nationwide is 14%. Some are much higher, 18, 20. I was speaking the other day and somebody in the audience had paid 25%. Anyway, national average is 14%. Private money, I'm paying 8%. Yep. 8%. And, and, and most of my deals are interest only. And the reason they like the interest only is they make more money 
Well, if yeah. I'm paying their principal and interest down, they're not making as much money. Yep. And it helps my cash flow. So 14% versus 8%. Number two, origination fees, points. Hard money averages four points, average, four points. So that's like now we're up to 18%. You know, a point of origination fee is just more interest rate, but it's camouflaged in this thing called points. Yeah. That, and you don't get to pay it out over the year. You have to like bring it to the closing table. Yeah. Private money, zero. I've never paid a I've point. I've never paid a point of ever. Never paid and, a point. and if I did, like, as I, I've done a deal where I've said it's eight and I'll give you two points on the back end. Right? Is, right. In other words, it's like I'm playing 10 or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, it's always on the back end. Like all my deal splits, if I'm trying to make for some of my really, you know, been there from the very beginning because I've, I, you know, because for me, I've kept Ray lowering my cost of capital too. And that's the right. great thing about your program. I'm sure you have one is that you set the rules. All my lands. That's the biggest, that's the biggest difference between the hard money lender is we set the rules. We set the interest rate. We set the term. We set the frequency of payments. We set the maximum um, loan to value on the on the R. In fact, uh, I had a recent I had a recent live event too, uh, Corey, a couple of weeks ago. And one of the questions I got from the student was, "Is your is the maximum loan to value seventy five percent? Is that a law?" I said. No. Well, it's J- uh, it's Jay's law. <laughs> <laughs> that's how Jay does it, right? Uh, that's how I do it. But anyway, so interest rates, big difference. Points, big difference. All right, renewal fees. If you borrowed hard money, you probably pay a point extra renewal fee after six months, pay another point or two points or whatever. There's no extension fees. Right. No extension. In fact, the private lenders, they don't want the money back. No. But, Hey, listen, yeah, this deal's going a little bit longer. I'm going to extend this contract. Okay. Send me paperwork. Exactly. Now, here's a big one. This is big, 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 really. Like, this is almost as big as the kahuna. All right? So, here's the deal. Percentage of purchase price advanced when you buy and take down the property. All right? Hard money? Maybe average, the average, not maybe, I know the average right now is 80% of purchase price. So if you're doing it's like a single family house or whatever, commercial, right? let's say the average repaired value is $200,000, okay? Yep. Well, let's say you're going to buy it for 100, 50% of the average repaired value. Hard money lenders going to advance 80% of purchase, not 80% right. of so after only 80,000 of the 100. And he didn't so include, who's got and he's not eating. And he's not even going to include any of the rehab money. No, no, no. So I got to come up from the hardware level with another twenty grand plus my rehab money. In the world, in the world of private money, one hundred percent of purchase, one hundred percent of purchase, and if I'm rehabbing it, all my rehab money up front. Oh yeah, boom. <laughs> you know <laughs> that is so the I'm, big that you just said it. That is the shocker, bro. Right. That is what gets. And if people only understood this, right, this is why you should uh, kick all your hard money people to the curb. Right. Because when you get private money, the real just individuals that give you money, see, they like now 
when I raised my first uh, apartment complex, now I've been doing a lot. I was doing lots of single family, right? But when I transitioned to apartments, man, I, I totally did it wrong, right? I mean, so you already got me talking like I'm in the South right now because I love listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a good copy, brother. But uh, <laughs> so I go in there and I raised a hundred one point four million dollars on unsecured prom notes. Yep. Okay. They weren't even collateralized. Now, right. um, and really the reason they sent money is because I called these people and there were only six of them. I called six people and I said something like this, Jay, I need four hundred thousand dollars. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a promissory note so it's secured and we'll figure it out at the end, but I need you to wire it to my account tomorrow. And all I got was, okay, Corey, no problem. <laughs> That's right. what private money does when you, yes. when you, when you treat it right. And you, cause it's, these are my friends. Right. I don't know, but your, your private money is your friends, right? Mm-hmm. And, yep. and then now we still do clean business. And, and I did that one all wrong. And then I had to understand that you had to get a PPM and a private placement and some messy yeah, stuff. <laughs> Right? Yeah, you do. <laughs> so uh, did that immediately after. Uh, it actually took two years to get done right. We had <laughs> legal, legal people messing yep. up stuff. But, um, yeah. but you know what, Corey? Not to interrupt you, but you just said something that triggered this, and this is really important. So you said that was your family and friends. So, so let's, let's take just a moment and visit with the folks that are listening to your podcast right now. And for those that are thinking, all my people are broke. You know, so what am I going to do? I ain't got no rich friends and rich relatives. You know, who am I going to talk to? Well, guess what? We got that. We got that fixed as well, Corey, for my folks. In fact, on the the free the free thing that we're going to give them in a moment explains this five easy steps to locating and doing business with existing private lenders, not hard money lenders, existing private lenders. So I know we're about out of time, but I'll be real quick. So I knew I wanted, I knew there had to be existing private lenders around here. So nine years ago, I hired my real estate attorneys paralegal to research public records every month in our local courthouse. Of course, it was all online, looking for mortgages of individuals that had loaned money out to other individuals collateralized by real estate. But I'd only find like one every four or five months, you know? And so uh, we started putting together seven, no, six years ago, my private lender data feed. Oh my lands, this thing is so sweet. But but my free class that I'm going to give here in a minute explains the detail of this that we don't have time now. But there's five easy steps to locating, well, five easy steps to getting money in your war market so the class will go over that and five easy steps on getting private money from existing private lenders. And so every month we update that data feed. We have about 12,000 deals a month that come into the data feed. You get the existing private lenders contact information. I don't mean institutions. I don't right. mean hard money. Individuals, people. 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 And you see exactly how much money they're loaning out. We even got them in there with, they've done two or more loans in the past year, five or more. So, not to get off into all that. I just want people to know that 
don't worry. I mean, you know, the only complaint though that I've received from my private lenders, from my warm market people that I've got some kind of relationship with, one complaint. Why didn't you tell me sooner? <laughs> Why didn't you tell me sooner? But um, for the, for, but, but I just want to you for the people that, that you have listened to your show, you know, I say do business with both, warm market and existing private lenders. So yeah. anyway. Oh, dude, that's, that's, well, man, let's just end it on that note because that was that was some great. We we just went through a lot of stuff, and uh, man, uh, I mean, I have a blast talking to you. We should have you on this thing again uh, soon, and we can talk about some more more uh, case studies and just uh, that world of of private money and doing deals. And I mean, it's the funnest thing. I don't know about you, but I mean, I, I love what I do. Don't you love what oh. you do? My lands, I'm passionate about it. I mean, it's like, I mean, and that's what everybody should be doing if they're not yet, there yet, but moving towards it. Uh, I mean, what is better? What could, what could be better than being passionate about what you do and getting paid really well for it? <laughs> I mean, it's, a, it's, it's, it's lightning in a box, man. It is so awesome. Uh, listen, if people want to get a hold of Jay Connor, how, where, where do they go? What's the best thing they can do? And then we're going to, We'll give them that free thing. Sure. So the, the way to reach me is just go to Jay Connor. And I'm an ER, folks. I'm not like most Connors, O-R. I'm J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com. So that's just one word on the internet, jayconnor.com. And so I've put together a free class. So here's the free here's the free thing, um, Corey. So it's a free class on demand ready to go, and it's a little over an hour long, but I go over, I dive deep on step-by-step, getting money from your warm market, how do you do it, and getting money from existing private lenders. So here's the website, everybody. So it's www.kahunawealthbuilder.com. Builders. So, builders with an S. Yep. With an S, yeah. So kahunawealthbuilders.com forward slash J-A-Y in lowercase, J-A-Y at the end. So that's it. And, and, they, and, and, they, and they can uh, watch that um, on-demand, free class, ready to go. Dude, Jay, man, it is an absolute honor to have you on, man. I, 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 I feel like you're just my, you're my kin, your family that I should have had, and you're like my <laughs> uncle, that, that uh, my Uncle Bob that I should be talking to you at least once a week. <laughs> I hear you, man. Talking about good stuff, but uh, listen for my audience out there. Hey, this is the kind of stuff that you write home and tell mom about. Mom, I just listened to a podcast. You tell all your friends about it. You make sure you share this podcast with people that you know, because this kind of education that comes straight to you is not out there. I've I've listened and tried to find it, and most people always want to sugarcoat it, or they got this big ass agenda. Um, that, uh, you know, they're trying to sell you a bunch of stuff. We're not, I'm not, I'm not, we're not trying to sell you anything. We're just trying to give you some, some free stuff. Oh gosh, I'm hitting my mic. Some free <laughs> stuff, right? And that's, hey, Corey, you need to be a little more passionate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's very seldomly done, man. <laughs> I mean, it's just not. So listen, I'll end every podcast this way and I'll do it till I die. You know, you can do anything that you imagine. The trick is you got to put it up here first. You got to believe it before you can achieve it, right? 
And whatever you do, don't stop believing in yourself because your paradise is possible. <laughs>